is the Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Yesterday, Monday, was a significant day for retail with non-essential shops open after 12 weeks of lockdown. So Craig Earlham, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda. In terms of overall consumer spending, it must be very, very frustrating, I would imagine, to be A, in charge of any kind of premises or renting any premises right now, whether you be a hairdresser or a shopkeeper, because you have to be wondering, I'm guessing, is it worth opening? Yeah, I mean, I think the two-metre rule is going to be key to that, and that's something that's under review. Uh, this is one of the areas where the UK is uh, adopting a far more strict approach than many other EU countries, and that that's being recommended by the World Health Organization as well, uh, which is why there are so many companies now calling for the government to review it and reduce it to one metre in line with the rest so that they can reopen effectively. The difference between one metre and two metre when you're a pub or a restaurant, when you're a hairdresser, when you're many of these stores that haven't even opened yet, it's enormous. Uh, and I, granted, we have to focus on our health as well. But um, I think this is something we've got to, again, find the balance. It's like everything with this process when it comes to reopening the economy. You have to find the, the balance between what will allow people and stores and, and everything else to actually function uh, and what is in the best interest of our health to reduce the chances of another uh, of a second wave and a se- severe second wave at that. Which has apparently happened in Beijing. You know, from where we stand at the moment, it does look as though it's going to take a very, very long time for any... Because you know, it, it's... You know, whatever you think about politicians, they somebody's got to be quite brave and stand up and say, do you know what? We don't know about this. There are all sorts of ifs and maybes about this. Life is never free from risk. It's time to get the nation back to being what it was or some kind of new normal, as we keep saying, about getting people back to spending money because that's that's all there is at the moment, isn't it? The unfortunate thing, and I've I've always said I would never be a politician, I'd hate to be a politician because it it seems that you can never do anything right. You're always going to be told about the things that you've done wrong and every decision you make is huge uh, and literally lives are on the line whenever you make the decision. And It feels like no time uh, is that more clear and more true than now. Every decision that's going to be made, there's going to be enormous cost. If you decide to keep stores closed and you decide to maintain a two-metre rule because you don't deem it safe enough to do the alternative then lives are going to be ruined because unemployment is going to rise, because businesses are going to get bust, and because the schemes which are put in place, which have protected many jobs and businesses until now, haven't saved them all. Uh, so the longer you do that, the more the you, more destruction you're going to see on that sense. The alternative, obviously, being that the more the more you start to ease measures, the, the cost is going to be lives. And that's, that's an awful position to be in, and that's a terrible decision to be uh, forced to make. But unfortunately, they are there because that's the type of decisions that they are forced to make, and that's the type of decisions that they will have to make if they want life to return something that resembles normal because unfortunately the fact remains we're not going to have a vaccine for a very long time and everything can't remain shut until we have a vaccine so that is the yeah, type indeed. decision that's going to have to be made i do think the two meter rule is going to be softened slightly which is going to enable bars restaurants etc to reopen on the 4th of july albeit still at a much lower capacity but i think many of these places are just desperate to uh, reopen once again uh, and then obviously history is then going to judge how sensible a decision that is mm. because as always everyone has 2020 hindsight when it's come to covid but people seem to forget just how unclear um that the path was back in march when we knew very little about this disease and we've learned an awful lot since and we'll continue to learn more unsurprisingly the owners of pizza huts uh, pret-a-manger itsu deliveroo have written to the prime minister saying exactly those kind of things and you can understand that they have to do this because the business model 
it's a bit like the trains, really. Trains run because they're crowded. I mean, it's the same with, you know, going to get your coffee from wherever it may be first thing in the morning. There's always a queue. It's always crowded. It's always busy. You're not going to go into a place like that if you've got to queue outside and then go and, and have a sort of fairly surgical experience inside and then disappear with your overpriced cup of brown liquid, are you? And that, that just simply not going to happen. The thing about going to those kind of places is the buzz inside. Exactly, and they they don't know. And an airline, for example, doesn't have the same luxury that a shop does, where you can just make people queue outside and socially distant outside, and have markings to keep people apart, and just wait their turn to go into the actual store itself. As you say, many of these businesses they thrive because everyone is in close proximity, uh, and they only have limited space in, in which to do that. So, if you reduce capacity, you 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 effectively destroy any potential profitability or even uh, revenue that will allow you to even survive. So. Um, that's why there has been so many of these companies who have been extremely critical of the government and it's obviously it's very easy for us to think it's crass that they that they are prioritizing profit over the health of the people within our societies but it's not even profitability which they're prioritizing it's survivability that they're ultimately want a discussion about because without the ability uh, to operate at the, a certain levels they will not survive for very long and that will then come at the cost of people's jobs etc uh, as we've already discussed so like I say it, we it's so easy to pretend that this is an easy situation it is easy decisions to make and there's just idiots in charge making the wrong decisions Indeed. all the time but it's far from that and i think that's we're going to continue to have to see these difficult discussions and decisions being made okay. uh, over the course of the coming months for life to return to anything that resembles normal. Unemployment day today, isn't it? On the day when we're getting news about Jaguar Land Rover laying off, Travis Perkins laying off staff as well. Um, this is, the, I mean, we used to talk about structural unemployment, i.e. the employment that's never eroded. This is going to be one way or the other a big problem, isn't it? I mean, this is not going to be solved overnight. No, it's not. There's a lot of people right now who are using the furlough scheme who are never going to go back to their jobs. Uh, and that's the unfortunate truth of the matter. Uh, but this number, these numbers aren't really follow it, flowing through into the unemployment data yet because they are on for these furlough schemes. It's the very, it's the polar opposite in the US where everyone is flowing through into the unemployment data. So that when you look at the unemployment rate last month in the teens, it looks incredibly shocking, but that is actually probably going to drop. That is going to drop down when people start to return back to their jobs and start relying less on unemployment support. We're going to see um, a more clear cut uh, rise in the unemployment rate, which is going to reflect permanent unemployment. And already, like you say, we've heard lots of companies already who have announced massive layoffs in sectors which have been most heavily exposed. So airlines is one where we've seen heavy layoffs. Those exposed to airlines, the likes of uh, Boeing, etc., have announced heavy layoffs. And we're, we're going to continue to see it throughout the retail sector as well. Uh, and, and wider uh, scopes as well. So we're expecting unemployment to jump from 3.9% to 4.7%. A lot of people are estimating that that's going to at least double, if not more, uh, and get close to 10% at some stage later on uh, this year. So this situation is going to get far more severe um, as time goes on, And then, the, which, which, which obviously um, highlights just how bad the situation has become. And you can, you can, you can imagine where we'd be if the furlough scheme didn't exist. Um, just how bad this situation would have got. The question obviously is, is how much of the economy is saved and therefore how quick a rebound are we going to see? Uh, because if we continue, to, if, we, if we do see uh, activity maintained at a certain level and we do see an economic rebound, then hopefully 
much of that unemployment uh, can be reversed over the next couple of years and uh, to, to a far faster extent than we've seen in the past. Could there be a cut in VAT? Because that was a call yesterday, wasn't it? I think there could be, but I think it's going to depend on um, how well retail outlets do in the aftermath. Obviously, we've seen massive queues outside many of these stores, largely reflecting the social distancing rules. Uh, but if people return quicker to these outlets, then I think there won't be a cut in VAT. If we see that people remain more cautious and uh, the economy continues to suffer, then I think they will cut VAT in order to stimulate the uh, demand side and stimulate the economy. Okay, Craig, thank you very much indeed. Craig Ellen, their senior market analyst at Oanda. This is a business breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Mm-hmm.